Get ready, everyone. It's time for Bug Juice. Where we teach you everything you need to know about antibiotics for the pediatric boards. Okay, everyone. It is officially time for the aminoglycosides, which means we are no longer in our beta-lactam group. We have covered all the beta-lactams, so go back and listen to them. Today we're doing aminoglycosides. Some examples of drugs that are in this category are gentamicin, tobramycin, streptomycin, and amikacin. The good news is we actually don't have to know a ton of stuff about these drugs, so this will be a short episode. But these drugs uh, irreversibly inhibit the ribosomal protein synthesis. So they are bactericidal. So basically the cells can't make protein through the ribosome. So it's like they completely inhibit ribosomal protein synthesis and it's irreversible. It can't be overcome, which is kind of nice. It actually means that a lot of these drugs continue to work even after you remove the drug because it's kind of this post-antibiotic effect because they're irreversibly binding. Their effectiveness is actually dependent on high trough levels. So this is a drug that oftentimes you will monitor troughs uh, and figure out kind of how high the dose is to make sure it's working. So basically, um, these drugs are super, super great at gram-negative coverage. So if you're trying to cover gram-negatives, these are great options. There's almost no coverage of anaerobes, though, because they do require the aerobic mechanisms of the cell to work. And so therefore, anaerobes don't do the aerobic mechanism, so they just basically have no coverage over anaerobes. Some common indications, this isn't really common, but it does cover Yersinia pestis in case you have the plague. Uh, tuberculosis, streptomycin, and amikacin can be used against TB. Amikacin can cover MAC, so mycobacterium, avium, intracellular, you know, MAC. I'm calling it MAC. And uh, if you remember, gentamicin is often, uh, is one of the first-line drugs you can use for neonatal sepsis coverage for meningitis and you know like if a kid comes in under 28 days you can get amp and gent so gentamicin is really good at covering the gram negatives that are often associated with neonatal uh, meningitis and uh, sepsis and uh, bacteria bacteremia uh, the really the biggest things that you need to know from a side effect standpoint are ototoxicity so they can cause uh, issues with hearing. So many kids who come out of the NICU who have had multiple rounds of gentamicin have to have a special hearing tests to make sure that they did not have any ototoxicity and also nephrotoxicity. So the two things that look like kidneys, your two ears and your two kidneys. I mean, they're like little beans, both of them. That's really it. Uh, aminoglycosides aren't huge uh, for the board. So that's kind of the big, big stuff you need to know. 